Welcome to the After Credits Podcast, where we talk about the movies and the TV shows you love. In this special Halloween episode, we will be reviewing Marvel's latest film, Doctor Strange. I'm your host, guys, Franco Daja. Joining with joining me is Vinny Lyog. Rafael Rodas and RJ Silverio and we just came back from watching Doctor Strange and we're here to give you a Doctor Strange review so let's get right <coughs> to it uh, we just finished the movie what are your initial impressions and like thoughts right after watching Vinny um, um, as what a lot of people have said it was a very trippy movie it had a lot of intense visuals I'd say um, almost similar to uh, Inception Mm-hmm. Right, and they had the the moving background, especially the, the buildings. Yeah, the buildings when they go an angle, folding yeah. into each other. It's like Inception times ten or something. Yeah, it was pretty cool, actually. Mm-hmm. I really liked that one <coughs> sequence where uh, Doctor Strange was thrown into the other dimensions. Like mm-hmm. he was, uh, they told him to open your eye, open your mind, open your mind. I mean, the first time he gets, yeah, he gets thrown through, through yeah. the different dimensions. That yeah. was really cool. I liked that. Yeah. Oh, RJ. Oh yeah. Uh, with um, after watching that film, it was just wow. It was great that Marvel introduced Doctor Strange to the MCU because, for one thing, it's adding a new layer, a new dimension, wow. pun intended, um, to the uh, to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I mean, mm-hmm. in the past thirteen films, it's all just about like science, like yes. even. Asgardian magic, quote unquote magic, is just considered as like a very advanced technology for these guardians. And with Doctor Strange, they're introducing magic, like pure Real. magic, the mystic arts, the mystic, the arts. mystic arts. So in a sense, it came out great. They pulled it off very well. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, it's just an awesome film. Yeah, it was marketed <clears throat> as in a way like in a funny way like a strange film compared to like the regular Marvel Studios like action movie comic book thing Mm -hmm. where it's really deals with the mystical elements and like a lot you can really tell by the direction that they really like uh, involve their creative juices in a way where like every scene from like the setup of the character to the action sequences Mm -hmm. the yeah the the lore that they (laughs) develop the lore that they developed really like made this like a really special and different movie that Mm -hmm. well that gives a lot of like interesting points where and gives a lot of creativity to what the Marvel Studios can produce in relation to what you said Franco I I think that they're trying to stretch the definition of what a superhero film Mm -hmm. is what a superhero Mm -hmm. film should be actually um, I'm a Doctor Strange virgin like I, I haven't read any Doctor Strange comics I mean I read Marvel and he's shown up on some of the comics that I've read mm-hmm. but I basically know nothing virtually nothing about him until I watch this movie actually the, o- the only reason why I became interested at first um, in Doctor Sh- in the movie was because they casted Benedict Cumberbatch mm-hmm. <laughs> honestly no, no. I'm, I'm a big fan of, of his, his other work. works yeah. Sherlock uh, what else? Uh, what's 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 this Oscar Oscar film? The one he was the, the imitation the game. Yeah, yeah, the imitation game. Mm-hmm. So I, I think 
And also, I, I watched him in like a Stephen Strange docu- uh, documentary film once. Mm-hmm. He's really good in all of the stuff I've watched mm-hmm. with him. And, yeah. and I think he did also a pretty good job in Doctor Strange. Yeah, well, he was really the lead in this movie. And they really marketed his like persona and like his stardom like leading towards this movie. Mm-hmm. What, let's jump right to it. What did you guys think about Benedict Cumberbatch's performance? Uh, RJ. It's really amazing. Um, it was funny though how uh, at the start of like the, the introduction of the character of Stephen Strange, you get the Tony Stark vibe. Yeah, our, yeah our he likes that old school music kind of super thing. rich guy, super rich guy. <laughs> and then yeah, as you see his development and character in the film, you see that it's not. Um, it, it takes a more serious tone. As compared to Tony Stark, who's always so sarcastic, when like, yeah, he's not being funny; he's being sarcastic about things. Like when Doctor Strange, when Stephen Strange gets serious, he really becomes serious. He doesn't throw throw puns, throw jokes around. He gets straight to the point. Like he he doesn't believe in like he doesn't believe in the magic aspect of things, and from there, it's just yeah. A great character development. Yeah, uh, speaking like since you mentioned the throwing the jokes around, mm-hmm. uh, I noticed yeah the whole film didn't really have much of the comedy on it. I mean, the, the, it wasn't like the previous Marvel movies, mm-hmm. which were all like one-liners or yeah. had a bunch of. Because um, if you um, if you read the Doctor Strange comics, it's re- really dark. It's really serious. It's really serious. It's really dark. <clears throat> Um, I'm surprised they were able to pull off some funny moments in the film mm. and yeah I think it's because they stamped the Marvel Cinematic Universe label on it <laughs> mm-hmm. that by definition you need to have yeah, comedy even if things. sometimes it's a bit forced or it's yeah. a bit I don't know parang it's it, sometimes it feels like they just inserted the joke mm-hmm. in the middle of production or something I don't know but I, I, I think the it has to have the vibe of oh. a Marvel Cinematic Universe film mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is why I, I think that's why I think that's that's why you know there was an effort to put jokes in there, put like a lighter feel in it, even though most jokes didn't hit the mark. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Benedict Cumberbatch was able to pull those jokes off, right? Even though, oh, yeah. yeah, like yeah. especially those one-liners with Wong. Like, mm. Yeah, he was the know. only like character you could sort of classify as like a comedic character especially mm. towards the end as like he developed as from a serious character into a comedic character towards the end mm-hmm. like him listening to Beyonce was sort of like the tipping point in a way yeah actually that was a really funny scene like like previously he was just mentioned as oh, what was that line something something Beyonce and then he goes like what you don't know Beyonce and just stay silent then later on you see him we see Wong just listening to Beyonce on an iPhone in his iPhone or iPod and then he's just reading a book in the library my favorite uh, <laughs> my favorite uh, joke of the movie was actually the Wi-Fi thing that was oh funny. yeah the Wi-Fi that was, that was funny that was pretty funny mm-hmm. yeah that was yeah. that was also unexpected yeah it's funny because it was unexpected mm-hmm. but then for me near the ending when Wong laughed mm-hmm. that was kind of like wow they really set this up like so the whole movie and then at the end he laughs like wow yes thank you for making him laugh I didn't like that so much uh, it seemed forced yeah just for the sake of it I mean throughout the whole um, throughout the whole film his character is just like it's just a monotone character mm. always serious ready to fight when he has to defend his sanctum and 
I think maybe in the um, in future installments they might just make him uh, like they could expand on his character because now he's with Doctor Strange and the Sanctum Sanctorum. I like that part though. I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Which, you, what, you're laughing? You're laughing? I did not like that part. For me, it was forced. I don't, I don't know. Okay, because speaking of Wong, I really liked his role. You know, the, the defending the library thing. Oh, yeah. Because the library had all of the knowledge, all of the magic stuff. And, you know, I, I would love to be in that kind of place and have access to that kind of, uh, that kind of power. <laughs> Not just knowledge. Knowledge is power. Knowledge is power, sir. Oh, uh, uh, Raph, since you Yo. mentioned that you liked how funny it was. No, 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 not, not in the... the you know, Raph, him laughing. The, yeah, the him laughing, yeah. Man. But okay, um, how do you find Wong's characterization in the film? Wong, um, I thought he was a very, <laughs> a very... I've seen this type of character before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wouldn't call him a generic character because... Mm-hmm. Um, I like the fact that he's a librarian, that he's mm-hmm. a keeper of knowledge, mm-hmm. and I think for me that's very unique in the in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm. because here we have a vast a vast amount of knowledge, a vast amount of knowledge, in a in a place uh, relating to the mystic arts, and of course that that place has a whole dynamic with Doctor Strange. How that's how he learns mm-hmm. from the learns about the mystic art, not from his. He learns from his teachers, but then I think he learned the most from reading. From reading from, from, from himself. Uh, mm. That's what I really liked about the character is that um, he was able to learn all of those things by himself. Like he he was able to progress through all of the teachings really quickly. Like he's very adept at learning. I mean, it, it shows that side of him, like how he became a great doctor in yeah. the first place. Wait, did they? They didn't address him as the Sorcerer Supreme. Not, not yet, yet. Not, not yet. yet. Not yet. Saving it. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. well, even though the Ancient One died, it mm-hmm. didn't mean like there was a passing of torch. Mm-hmm. And I think it would be too much of a stretch if they called him Sorcerer, Sorcerer Supreme, Supreme right, 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 right away. Right away. Because he was just, I don't know, it, 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 it would be a very big jump. Okay. Like, speaking yeah. of big jumps, though, in the movie, they skipped a lot of portions like Franco joked to me like during the the montage where he was like healing his hands and stuff yeah like suddenly overnight his his, his hands healed or something like all of the all yeah. of this stuff went away like and then the next day suddenly he had a beard and shit like, yeah the pacing of this movie was really fast like they could have in a way they could have dwelled in about his the the fact that he lost his like hand motor skills yeah. mm-hmm. the fact that well and uh, they also sort of uh, like uh, rush the his training process. The fact mm. that all of a sudden he's reading from one book, then he mastered the the strongest book in a way, the I, hardest to read. Yeah, book. A little fun fact about um the the montage montage scenes mm-hmm. and how they skipped a lot. Uh, I was surprised though when they made the um, place of the ancient one. The how, how do you pronounce it? Cut um cut montage. Yeah, that's probably close. Yeah. To it. All right. So, uh, um, the thing is, it's actually hidden in the Himalayan mountains. Oh. So there, it wasn't in, not it, supposed to be in the middle of the yeah, city. Yeah, it, it's not supposed to be in the middle of the yeah. city. So there was supposed to be a scene where he was climbing up. Oh. There, um, actually, yeah. In in, in the trailer, there was a scene, right? Ah, yeah. yeah. Where he was climbing. Yeah. Uh, I think it showed that. Yeah. 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 Um, because that was his sort of rite of passage into mm. the, the into the ancient ones. The Hogwarts. 
Hogwarts. Really. What? Really? No, it was cool because when he was there studying, there were like other students in the school. And like, mm-hmm. where's Harry and Hermione? What? <laughs> Shut up, they're, also, they're also studying to be wizards. Okay, man. But yeah, that's the thing. Um, that was missing. I guess they really for a tour, um, a tour film. I assume they really had to cut out some uh, a bunch of things because Doctor Strange's story is really long. Mm. Like. Yeah. Um, his process into becoming the the, well, the sorcerer supreme, mm-hmm. um, it was a really long journey, and he had a lot of hardships when he was training actually in in the Kalmalash. Hogwarts. Yeah. Yeah. Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Yeah. Fine. Let's just yeah. call it Hogwarts. And to be fair, like the pacing of the movie was relatively okay. Never never felt like a long movie. <laughs> it uh, didn't feel dull. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. like an hour and forty five minutes. So well, with with my criticisms of like him learning too fast, maybe that's also like an attribute of Doctor Strange—the fact that he can learn things really fast. Yes, yeah. So that's one thing that you could say about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, let's talk about other uh, characters. How about his uh, sidekick, uh, Mordo? Baron Mordo. Mordo. Yeah, played by Chiwetel Ejiofor. Ejiofor. I really yeah. liked his shoes. The, oh, the boots of yeah the wood. boots of bounding Bator uh, Bator something, something like that, like that. <clears throat> but yeah. yeah he could he could run on any surface he just creates no. a surface yeah he under creates a surface foot. yeah so he can just that's run so in air cool that's yeah, crazy like and, and it was cool that he had that and Doctor Strange mm-hmm. had his cape of levitation yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. they could even if they were thrown a hundred feet or whatever they yeah. could survive yeah how how would you judge his performance it's it's well um. His character was actually a huge departure from what he was in the comics. Because in the comics, yeah, he was really, like, power-hungry in the comics. And this one was... Actually, it actually works because it shows that... Yeah, they kind of threw hints that he was a power-hungry person. But he saw the light Mm. from the Ancient One. And now he trusts the Ancient One unconditionally. Like, willingly just follows, follows her. And then I love how it set up the idea that okay he follows a, he follows this leader without questioning, mm-hmm. and then when he finds out that the, the leader, leader was somewhat corrupt. deceptive, oh, yeah. corrupt, um, he questions everything, and you know that leads him to where he was in the post credit scene where he becomes sort of bad. The or, second post credit scene. Yeah, the second post credit <laughs> scene. Well, in a sense, it does just it does justify. His um, turn. Um, turn from a good guy to a bad. Mm. Uh, at least there's some uh, reason as to why he became bad, rather than just say, "Oh, I like power. I, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll fight yeah. for it. I'll kill for it." Yeah, yeah, yeah that that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I mean, it sets up the new Doctor Strange movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, while they were like setting up Mordo, Mordo as like the next villain. Let's talk about the the, the current villain of this movie, Casilius. Casilius, played and by so- Mads Mikkelsen. How how do you find like his character, Vinny? I really liked him. Um, he was, I I was all I was a believer, of like when he was explaining why Eternity, like yeah, it's, it, it it like his um, performance justified his action. Yeah, I really liked it because. Um, he he was also a powerful sorcerer. Or yeah, he was one of the he masters. Was, yeah, he was one of the masters, and he even brought like some disciples with him. Yeah, the zealots. That was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. What I didn't like really understand was he just tore out a page. Why didn't he just get like the, the whole, whole book? book. Yeah. yeah, that's weird. That was weird. Because that's the thing he only needed. 
Yeah, but then that yeah, just leaves cool. them with the opportunity to time to, to like time turn and see the pages that he stole. Yeah, but but I like I like the logic of like his villain, mm-hmm. like how he wanted to in a way save the world from time because it's yeah. a very interesting concept yeah. where like eventually like the sun will like kill us all like what's the point in like believing in global warming etc mm. etc <laughs> in a way I'm just kidding. I'm just like exaggerating about this point but you know like what's the point of like saving the world if we're going to die in like a million years mm-hmm. yeah. yeah that's true I'm gonna play the devil's advocate alright here we go okay. say that I thought okay I agree with what you said Vinny okay. I agree with what you said RJ mm-hmm. I also agree with what you said Franco but I think that he is another forgettable Marvel villain that, I, that okay, one I would that agree that is with. true that is true uh, I, I, I think that disagree with that I, I think that he, do you guys remember the villain from Thor 2? Oh. no Not really. no. No. no no do you guys no. remember the villain from I forgot all the other Marvel villains except for oh, Loki. Oh, Yellow Jacket. Yellow Jacket. Do you guys remember Yellow? I actually remember Yellow Jacket. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's Yellow Jacket. Here's the thing. Okay. That's my point. So that's my point. He had he had good philosophical he had good yeah, philosophical he had, background he had good philosophical <laughs> standing his his motive was good but for some reason he was a forgettable another forgettable Marvel villain. It's because. Um, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe most of their films their villains they're just for the sake of that yeah. movie in itself yeah. they don't they don't okay. set them up for other films I mean like one of the only villains who's able to break out of that is Loki yeah and yeah. it's because they set them up for multiple movies yeah, multiple and movies. his performance is amazing so his performance is amazing I think this is this is because it's a uh, it's one of the flaws of the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe thing. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we know we're expecting Doctor Strange to show up in the next in, in the Infinity War movie. We know that they're all going to show up in Avengers. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to be in Ragnarok, Thor Ragnarok. Mm-hmm. And it just means that they can't have such a great villain that that I don't know, that'll defeat <coughs> that'll defeat the hero. Like there I feel like there's no sense of <coughs> risk in fighting yeah. these guys. I'm, Point. I mean, if you look at it, actually, most of the villains in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, they're just like a bad guy version of the hero itself. Mm. I mean, look, Doctor Strange is fighting somebody who is probably a bit more powerful than them in magic. Ant-Man had to fight somebody who can turn small but has lasers this time. And then look at Ultron. It's like it's a man-made, it's like a man-made Iron Man with a horde of them. Oh, okay. Like about that fighting a stronger version of himself. I like that. Um, uh, what is his name, Master Pycelius? And he repeated the line back to him, to Stephen Strange, that we are all uh, that insignificant specks in an uncaring universe. Yeah, I really like that part mm-hmm. because uh, because it shows that um, that Doctor Strange is he already transcended thinking that way. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, I don't, I won't look at it that way anymore. I was I was actually um when Doctor Strange was announced, I was really hoping that they would actually present a villain that would challenge the hero. Mm. I mean, okay, fine. This is an origin story. So maybe yeah. it would be reasonable to just give him somebody uh, um some villain like Caselius. Mm-hmm. But hopefully in like I mean future films they could give um Doctor Strange a challenging villain that would make him try to learn other things, try to be more creative. It would make him like. It could probably make him question his role as 
um, like an up-and-coming Sorcerer Supreme. So I mean, hopefully in more Marvel Cinematic Universe film um, sequels, they could at least try to build up on the um, the challenge for the heroes. I mean, yeah. Age of Ultron did sort of do that. Mm. Like it made it broke the heroes down, knowing that Ultron can. Did people die in Ultron? Quicksilver. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I didn't see that coming. He didn't necessarily <laughs> die to a bad guy. He like sacrificed himself. Yeah, but mm. in a way, I didn't. I didn't. I, I haven't watched Ultron though. Mm-hmm. But then I, I, I think I've seen part of it. I, sorry. I, I think this is why I like Civil War so much. I'm, uh, ah, I'm yeah. Avengers Civil War. Because <laughs> <laughs> sure, the villain was um, what's uh, his name? Baron Zemo. Yeah, Zemo. But they're fighting against each other. Um, yeah, that's the memorable part where you yeah. have like Cap versus Iron Man and you have to pick a side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that whole dynamic in Civil War was so amazing and so complex. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what... Uh, I, I hope in the, in Avengers Infinity War, like like the stakes are higher. Or what? And then... Uh, <laughs> Like it, that's why I, I'm, I look forward to the Avengers movies because like yeah they bring everyone together but there's not also a <coughs> very high chance that they'll lose someone. Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking they might lose Hawkeye in the second Avengers. Nah, yeah, yeah they, they set themselves like to retire. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, the second Avengers. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> the second, second Avengers. Avengers. Second yeah, Avengers. yeah, actually. But yeah, well, that's. For Caselius. Well, yeah. that's pretty much for Caselius now. I mean, let's talk about the Ancient One. Oh, Ancient Ooh. One. I really liked her, um, her, the strength of her powers. Mm-hmm. Like, she really is the strongest among yeah. all of them. And the way she, um, Tilda Swinton yeah. performed the character, yeah. it was like, it's really ethereal. There, there was a lot of um, backlash for that before the movie. Really? People, yeah. people didn't mm. like that yeah. they cast yeah. a white um, actress that's um, right oh, yeah. to play an Asian Asian woman or an Asian, Asian man Asian oh man. Asian man yeah the original ancient one is just like you know those um, yeah old ancient yeah. gurus whatever something in like the line of Dalai Lama or whatever oh, okay. but you know they wanted to change it up a bit mm. yeah. and it, I mean it could have been too stereotypical if they casted like a Dalai Lama kind mm-hmm. of character yeah that's why it's too, uh, they, they wanted to change it up a little bit I did like her performance yeah, yeah. it was really <coughs> um, even I, I really liked the way she she was observing like the students fighting each other and then she mm-hmm. was just fanning herself oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, that was so t- yeah. whoa she, she seems epic and, and her, <laughs> her facial expression yeah like there's, there's minimal yeah <laughs> there's a minimal, minimal very movement stoic. in her face very <laughs> but yeah. it says a lot already um I mean uh, one of my favorite scenes with Tilda um, Tilda Swinton's ancient one was the, the the part where she was dying yeah that monologue with, uh, the dialogue with with her and Doctor Strange mm-hmm. I mean it was just the setting was just right each um, line was delivered perfectly and I think it helped with the char- it helped a lot with the character development of Doctor Strange. That's right. Yeah, yeah, she did a good job on like setting up like Doctor Strange and especially like training him. It wasn't necessarily those casual stereotype stereotypical like <coughs> training montages where she really like taught him like a lot of lessons about like his ego, yeah. what he can mm-hmm. and can't control, 
Yeah, it was a very nice. They had a good cinematic chemistry between her actress mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's it's great to see how they portrayed her as what. Well, yeah, she's a really great sorceress, but she's also flawed. Mm-hmm. Like when they showed how she actually was a hypocrite of her yeah. belief of her teachings, as she actually is drawing power from the dark dimension herself. Yeah. yeah. So, That's actually pretty interesting. Yeah, those are really interesting, yeah. I don't know, like, set, um, sort of, of turn of events. Yeah. With the dark dimension, what do you think of, like, the, the main, the, in a way, the, the main, main villain in terms of the universe? Dormammu. 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 Um, well, I, I, I think they left it, like, he just had sort of, like, a small role in there yeah. because they might set him up for a future. He's more of, like, the MacGuffin. Yeah, in this movie, yeah, mm-hmm. he didn't really do much. It was more of, uh, oh, we're we're leading up to bring out this bad guy that you're gonna eventually have to fight, mm-hmm. which he didn't really he, fight. Mm-hmm. He kind of just like yeah. uh, showed up. Yeah, showed up. <laughs> he just he was just there, and he's like, I'm gonna destroy you with my laser beams. Laser beams and um, again, 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 and again, and again, and again. Well, again. Yeah. The way they like set him up, like he seems like stronger than Thanos. Well, because it's his, um, they're fighting in his realm, actually. His dimension. It's a different dimension. Yeah, yeah, it's a different dimension. And, well, he is one of um, Doctor Strange's arch enemies. He seemed like a very one-dimensional character, though. (laughs) Yeah. He's a, he's... (laughs) Oh, my God. Shut up. Yeah, but I mean, hopefully they could set him up for a future film. Dormammu. A little, another little fun fact. He... Um, Dormammu is actually uh, has a niece who is actually what? Doctor Strange's love interest. What? Um, not, not the not the nurse. Not girl. Rachel not the nurse. McAdams. No, no. Okay, wasn't. this movie was also very doctor, by the way. Yeah, it was very science. Yeah, they had to add the scientific. Um, I have a question. Yeah, All right. Cars okay. here with a question. So, what is Christine's role in Doctor Strange? I thought. That she was like just a nurse or whatever fling that Doctor Strange had, but then she actually gave him the watch. Yeah, the, the, yeah. I don't understand. They, no, they were together in that one. Like, yeah. no, that's why he he lashed out against her mm. when he was like, "Oh, I'm just some charity case to you, whatever." Because and she gave in between, him that watch. Or no. maybe it was an old watch. He that only they had when he they only were said you know how much that watches. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, the point. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Here's what I read um, when they casted Rachel McAdams and uh, for the role. Um, they said that her character was described as somebody who um, kept Doctor Strange somewhat grounded. Like she was the one that w- uh, she was the one that would. Uh, like, cause you know how Doctor Strange is going to transcend from an ordinary human to somebody who will protect the cosmos, the universe, and all that. Mm, yeah. But she's the one who's um, who's making him rethink about that choice. Yeah. Cause of course she was the love. She was the love interest. Mm. And then I mean, Doc um, Stephen Strange um, truly loved her, but you know yeah. he has the choice whether to. Stay um, heal his hands and just stay uh, heal his hands. Be a neurosurgeon and do um, do his thing and eventually fall in love with Christine Palmer or do his duty as protector protector of the cosmos. Is it just this whole thing that you said, RJ, about her keeping him grounded? Is it just me or is that (laughs) cliche? 
It is. It is in a way. It is. um, In some sense, Doctor Strange wasn't really somebody who was grounded to a love interest. Mm, Even in the comics. It was just like, they just want to add it for this, um, to give it a little flavor. So he's like Batman? (laughs) Maybe, maybe. (laughs) I think, yeah, that would remove a lot of humanity from them. Yeah, well, they didn't. I think, like, her character, she. Well, her role in the plot of the movie <laughs> is to be like the central hub because uh, you'll notice in the movie it goes back and forth between out of the hospital, outside the hospital, <laughs> and back. And like she's sort of like that transition moment between like fight scenes and all. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what what do you guys think of the fight scenes? Very They're pretty amazing. Cool. Yeah, yeah, very good. different from the usual. I, I I do have some beef. Like sometimes it was kind of blurry, uh, like like the camera was kind of close and then you couldn't tell what was happening yeah um, I think it's with the effects the graphic yeah, effects yeah. the graphic effects I mean, I, mean I, I like the chase scenes mm-hmm. through the, the dimensional whatever the shifting. mirror dimension yeah yeah, that was pretty cool I mean that I, I have to give props to their animation um, yeah. team because yeah. they did quite the effort yeah I mean I the, mean like the um, recycling of like a certain point of that a scene like example I remember there's one part where he was falling through a sub- subway train mm, and then yeah. he was falling out of the tunnel and then back into like the open air open air I'm like wow yeah like it, the fight scene reminded <laughs> me of the movie Inception and when they were yeah. like having these <laughs> yeah. fight scenes with tilting gravities in the mm. way yeah but then like that was like Inception was 2009 like, right 2010 2010 and yeah. then like we've a six years of like like movie production and movie ad- advancements mm-hmm. like yeah. just created this really interesting and like amazing fight scenes like Inception yeah. times times 10, times 10. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> said a while ago like from like just hallways like moving from rotating 90 degrees to like entire cities moving yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I did like that the the magic that they used was different depending on what like the look of the magic was different like the time magic was green mm-hmm. and then normal mm-hmm. magic that they yeah. used was orange yeah I, I love the magic that Cassilius and has yeah. not used because it's it, like invisible it, it really looks like it's bending yeah like because a part of me thought of it light. as like they um since they were able to control like bend spa- uh, space and time I actually thought of them as like they're grabbing shards of the mirror dimension because it's somewhat it's somewhat like it's That's invisible yeah. So it's like it's like a like they're holding some sort of like mirror glass thing that would just uh, like you they could use to stab people stab people. Speaking of like different kinds of magic, I like the <coughs> astral projection fight scene mm-hmm. in yeah. the hospital. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was cool because uh, it it like knocked items around and stuff. <laughs> yeah. It even okay, it had some comedic comedic moments with like. The, the jump scaring Rachel McAdams uh, yeah. machine. Even the vending machine, yeah. And then the guy coming back to get the, the, more Yeah, get the free chips. Yeah. That was pretty that was pretty fun. Uh mm. also like it didn't really focus on the punching in that scene. It focused on the them going through all the different yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Like even the, the electricity to explode. Like that was pretty yeah. interesting. Like mm-hmm. cool yeah. um what's that that a the cool def- mechanic for yeah. the astral projections. Mm-hmm. I do have like sometimes the magic wasn't um, consistent. Like during that last scene when that that one scene when the ancient one was dying, mm-hmm. like their astral projections slowed down time. That did like yeah. they 
they they were watching the lightning go really mm. slow. Yeah, that true. didn't really match up mm. with the astral projection fight scene, which was in real time. Yeah, because mm. it was like Doctor Strange just could really like slow down time and control it, not necessarily the ancient one. Unless could she or, in the lore could she? I don't recall. He, for I mean, I could. I could maybe theorize that maybe it's like at it's, the a, moment. it's a more advanced version or like since she's dying it might be something of like well I, I guess it was more for a cinematic effect yeah, cinematic or something effect. But, but it was beautiful nonetheless yes yeah, for sure I mean the, the slow lightning and the, yeah. and the helicopter yeah. the helicopter <laughs> just slowly creeping out yeah, yeah. so uh with the magic I like the whole mirror dimension idea like it uh, I like that they introduced the idea of the mirror dimension that it doesn't affect anything in, around in the real them. world. It's kind of like how Ant Man's fight scenes they they became small and then fought each other when they were tiny. Mm-hmm. It didn't really affect anything else. So mm-hmm. like they can have a lot of uh, a lot of carnage and a lot of things happening, but it doesn't necessarily it is, affect. Yeah, just like it doesn't that, have a lot of collateral damage. Yeah, just like the yeah. fight scene in the um, in the kids bedroom where they just you yeah. know is it the carnage is actually just like toys being like bumped over in the side yeah. or whatever that's pretty cool mm-hmm. uh, what else yeah. I, I like the artifacts oh, yeah. yeah that they oh, had yeah. a lot of different artifacts like my my favorite one was for sure that the cage thing the that cage. he threw oh yeah and oh. then it locked them down that was so that was so cool yeah, and the cape developing a personality. Yeah, the cape having game. a personality was just crazy. It was super like magic carpet from the. Yeah, from yeah, the yeah. I got that. Scene. <laughs> yeah, it was magic carpet. Yeah, John. Speaking of artifacts, the eye of Agamotto. Yeah. When he said that it was an infinity stone at the end, mm. it all clicked. It's, 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 it's the what is it? The time stone? Yeah, yeah, it's oh, a time stone. Okay. It's a time stone. How many infinity stones are there? Five. Six. Six? Ah, yeah, yeah, the one. Yeah, the one. Yeah, the one yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what was revealed now? So, like, okay, there's so, the. Um, that's I the Ultron guy. Going into okay. MCU. The Mind Stone. Okay, the Mind Stone is on Vision, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And um, there's the, uh, the. The purple from Guardians of the Galaxy. Purple and Guardians of the Galaxy. Where is that now? Um, It's store, It's with Novacore. The, ah. the, the police. Yeah, the police yeah, force yeah, 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 of, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then there's. um. There's the green, the time. Green, yeah, the time stone. And then there's the Tesseract, which is in Asgard. The Tesseract. The Tesseract was space. The, yeah, the one that can teleport people yeah. into. Ooh, yeah. space. And, and then I think the fifth one was the, name of my the, the ether. ether. The ether. The ether. What's you remember that? Thor Dark? Thor World? 2, Thor 2. Yeah. Oh, Dark World. The, the, Wait. the thing, the red thing. That oh, the used. red. Oh. Yeah, so that's actually a stone. All Infinity Stones have been revealed? Except for the Soul Gem. What's that? Um, it's supposed because it, it's supposed to be some sort of like gem that could create some alternate universe or something. Oh, I, I don't know. Oh. It's very it's a very hard to describe um, Infinity Stone. I'm yeah. calling it Black Panther. It's gonna be there. Guardians. Are <laughs> yeah. you saying Guardians of the Galaxy? Too? Yeah. Well, they set them up to be like in the next Thor movie. So, what are your predictions for that? Like what would be Doctor Strange's rule? Cameo, most likely. Just, cameo. just a cameo, not because yeah, um, you know, see, uh, there are a bunch of characters that are going to be introduced in uh, in Thor, um, Thor Ragnarok. For one thing, Valkyrie, which is another war- warrior, um, warrior of of Asgard, yeah. and it's related to Thor in some way, like a sister of sorts. And then, um, yeah, the villains as well, Hell. 
played by Kel, um, Kate Blanchett. Hell? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> H-E-L. H-E-L. Oh, yeah. Okay. Doesn't um, she rule the underworld? Yeah, she's the ruler of the underworld. Hell. Yeah. And then, of course, Hulk is gonna be there. Yeah, right. Oh, Hulk. Yeah. Right, Hulk is right, gonna be there. Right. In, in, in his armor, right? Yeah, in his armor. Oh, his armor. It's his armor. Oh, yeah, Hulk armor. I can't wait for that. What? Yeah. Planet so, Hulk. yeah, there's already gonna be a bunch. Um, I can expect Doctor Strange's oh. cam- um, role to be a cameo. Like, just to help him find Odin in, the, uh, in Earth. Because he was stranded, apparently, on Earth. Speaking of uh, Planet Hulk, is, isn't Doctor Strange part of the Illuminati? Oh, that's yeah, something. Yes. Yeah, he what? is. Yes. What? Yeah. Yes, he is. Conspiracy? No. No, 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 no. Okay. No, it's, it's, it's a okay. Go explain, RJ. Okay, so <laughs> um, there um, in the Marvel universe, there is a certain group of really powerful individuals who form um, the secret group known as the Illuminati. So that's okay. Doctor Strange, uh, Mr. Fantastic, Iron, Mr. Fantastic, Iron Man, Professor X, um, Black Bolt, and Black Panther, and there are some other um, members like Captain America became a member at one point because really? they, yeah they pretty much represent the strongest um, Avengers the, no, the most intelligent people they're the most yeah. intelligent people and they also represent the um, the the people yeah, the super powered people of the universe like uh, Professor X represents the mutants um, oh. Iron Man represents Earth Doctor Strange is for the mystical uh, realm and so on and so forth Oh, that's cool. And so, they, they were the ones that decided to launch Hulk to a different planet. Because he was too dangerous. Right, yeah. 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 Mm. That's well yeah. they kinda and, changed. And then and then Hulk became the ruler of that planet. Yeah. So that's why it's called Planet, planet Hulk. Hulk. <laughs> then comes back to Earth and Will then they show that? They can Planet Hulk movie? Why not? Because that means Mark Ruffalo <laughs> will just be in CGI for the rest of the film and that would <laughs> suck for him. Oh yeah. They don't even that, that's yeah. true. But then that's so cool though. The Planet Hulk. That'd be very expensive though. Very expensive. So have make. you read the what if Planet Hulk? Like if he got if he got stranded on a peaceful planet. <laughs> that, it is a really cool story. It's, yeah. a, it's part of the Civil War what if. Ah a visual a visual not visual novel. <laughs> graphic novel. Yeah. So let, let's go back. Let's go back a bit and talk about like the <laughs> yeah. Doctor Strange movie. Let's give our ratings already. So what do you guys think on like a scale of one to ten? Mm. Oh me? Oh, all right. Um, I'd like to give it um eight point five. Eight point five. Yeah, because it was a really enjoyable film. Yes. Um, it, it um added something new to the universe, and uh, yeah, it sets up a lot of um, it sets up a lot of new things for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm-hmm. My my only problem with it though. Well, not really much of a problem, but I mean, they did. It is in vain of what the Marvel Cinematic Universe is like, mm-hmm. and it was a light. It it had a light tone, despite Doctor Strange being dark. Mm-hmm. And if they um, if they could have made it dark, that would have opened the um, opened the Marvel Cinematic Universe to the television universe because ah. they're still trying to like you know how the television universe is really dark. Daredevil, Luke Cage, Jessica Jones. Even Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is becoming a bit darker in tone with Ghost Rider in it. So, that's why, I mean, with the light tone and the dark tone, uh, light tone of the cinematic universe and the dark tone of the television universe, like, it really would clash if they tried to bring it together. But, Mm. you know, this Doctor Strange could have been, like, the tipping point into making them merge. But, you know, that's just my take. But, all in all, really enjoyable film. 
What about you, Rafi? I'd go 0.2 points higher than RJ and rated a an 8.7. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed the acting. I think yeah. um, Marvel was on point with its uh, casting again. Uh, I, I enjoyed the chemistry uh, between Benedict Cumberbatch and the rest of his supporting cast. Yeah. And uh, bad points for me was, it, as I said a while ago, it had a, another forgettable Marvel yeah. villain. Yeah. Yeah. But um, all in all, I think it established the mystic dimension yeah. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe very well. Mm-hmm. And I think it will mesh uh, quite excellently with the rest of the Marvel Cinema, with the rest of the MCU dynamic. Vinny. Why are we using decimal decimal points? No, no. I don't know. Man. I just <laughs> want to. It's so hard for me not to give it a rating. We don't want to use like the, the the mainstream. We gotta use some like screech numbers. Last time eight point seven five seven. Last time. <laughs> <laughs> I give it an eight point seven nine three. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty good. I liked it. Um, the special effects were amazing. Uh, I really like the whole magic dynamic, especially when they said it was like programming and you're getting to the source code of the universe. Like, I'm a programmer, by the way. <laughs> so that was pretty cool. I really liked um, I liked his origin story. Um, he's cool, like a uh, super intellectual type person becoming a superhero and not just like not just inheriting the powers, but learning how the powers work. Which means that any normal person could possibly learn how to do those things. Um, what else? Uh, I did not really like the ending. I mean, the, the the him fighting the bad guy at the end, which is he annoyed the guy to death or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, eternal loop. But other than that, good movie. Eight point seven three nine for me. Are those seven nine three. Yeah, like seven nine three. Yeah, my 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 mindset. Like, I don't want to necessarily give it a nine. Mm-hmm. And but like it's obviously better than eight, so that's why it obviously falls into a decimal. Like I'd go with RJ as well and like, give it an eight point five. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say it was a really well executed movie. Like coming in, you basic as like a, a Doctor Strange virgin like Rafi. I don't have any like expectations for it, but with the previous hit of Ant Man, like like a not so well known Marvel character mm-hmm. being yeah. well executed. Doctor Strange was also well executed in a way, and. I'd give it uh, yeah an eight point five. I also had the same problems with Vinny, where like it sort of got comedic towards the end. It started off really strong, seriously, and then like it tapered off bit by bit, as culminating with the final boss fight. Yeah. But overall, it was a great movie. Uh, I love Benedict Cumberbatch's performance. I'm excited for his next movie, and that's what we're all excited about. And yeah, with that, do you have any other closing thoughts you want to talk about? Oh, I just have a question. Oh, oh, oh it's actually question? related to what Vinny said. I mean, he said, so technically anyone can be part of that mystic world. Then yeah. why, I mean, um, so Doctor Strange represents the mystic people, right? Yeah. But it could be anyone, really. Yeah. Is, yeah. That, is that correct? Technically, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there could be regular people out there right now just using magic to fix their broken limbs and acting as regular people and it was just like twist of fate that it was him basically well he mm-hmm. is pretty he's like a very intellectual s- smart doctor you saw all his awards yeah and uh, he was the best neurosurgeon 
So he's basically forever. like Tony Stark except magic version then. Mm, yeah. yeah, you can yeah. say that. Okay. You can yeah. say that. Like instead of a suit, he has a cape. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. And then I was just he's Tony. thinking like, was he born with it? Like that was his like, purpose, well, I guess. I guess his yeah. superpowers was he was born with supreme intellect. Photographic memory. Yeah, Photographic like, memory. Like <laughs> and when he opened his mind, that's when, you know, a yeah. lot of things yeah. just came flourishing out. He's a, he's a, what's that? <clears throat> <laughs> yeah, nothing. Yeah. yeah uh, uh, anything it. else, guys? Mm. Um, no. I'm, no. Well, I'm just uh, gonna expect yeah. for a, a better villain in the second one. Yeah. yeah. I don't really want to expect Baron Mordo to become the next villain, though. Mm. Maybe someone challenging, and maybe Baron Mordo would be something in a subplot of villains. Yeah. Oh. Well, we're all looking forward to like don't a Doctor Strange a, sequel. Don't we have a Nigel clip to play? Uh, no, it's alright. Well, no, no, no. let's just play one. Let's, let's play, play one. one. Alright, so this... I'm pretty sure if Nigel's listening to this, yeah. here's what his reaction to the movie would be. Wow! <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And with that, guys, I want to thank you for listening again to our After Credits podcast where we talk about Doctor Strange and any other movie that we like and hopefully that you like as well. Uh, it was a great movie, great experience. Yeah, I had fun. We had fun. we watched uh, we watched the movie with Jom. He's over here. Rafi, RJ, Car is here. So fun hanging out with there. Nikki as well is here. Uh, we were a lot. Yeah, we even, we even ran into Javi. Yeah, yeah it's small, small, small town. Yeah, and uh, Cubes is here. Shout out to your banana shirt. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, happy Halloween, everyone. Hope you guys have like, happy a happy Halloween. Halloween. Follow me on Twitter at Vincent Lyo. Listen to the Vintwin podcast and visit my blog, VentureGameDev.blog. And be sure to check out our sports podcast, Quick Take Podcast. And with that, guys, I would like to say goodbye. This is Frank Adajlet, Vincent Lyo, Rafi Rodas, Narji Silverio. And with that, I'd like to say goodbye again. All right. Thank See you, Osman. See you.